0: Hey guys, it's Cam.
1: It's Maggie. Amude,
0: and I'm Himane. So today we're talking about labels, classifications, and kind of how that fits into the world today. We're going to be looking at Gen Z, particularly. Um, first of all, Gen Z is kind of our generation, the teenage generation right now. Mm-hmm. So um, the first question was, uh, have you noticed how Gen Z likes to sort themselves into labels? and different groups uh and i'm sorry like more put labels on themselves like uday what do you think about that like have you seen that happen or
2: yeah i think so i think there's like this definite thing where like i'm gen z you know it's kind of like i gotta be honest i have no idea can someone else go first
1: (laughs) yes okay um so yeah i have noticed this and i actually came across an instagram post about this which is kind of why um i added this to our topic ideas list but basically I don't know. Have you guys noticed that Gen Z really likes to associate themselves with like their astrological signs or whatever, their zodiac signs or whatnot? And like the Myers-Briggs personality test, which is like those 16 personalities that I know Ava, Hamane and Selena touched on in the firstborn's episode. And like there's different clothing aesthetics that they like to fit into and stuff like that. So they really like to put labels on themselves and be a part of like certain groups I think
3: um me I've actually never really like personally noticed it but the Instagram thing that Maggie sent was like kind of made me curious to see if this is like real and then I kind of like read a bunch of articles and apparently it is and wow. I know love that and yeah so I'll, most of the stuff I didn't really understand mm-hmm but there's like a wide range of like, I don't know, they find the weirdest things to categorize themselves into.
1: Yeah. What were some of the things that you read about?
3: I read a ton about like uh, the aesthetic thing and it was really confusing.
1: No, I literally had to like teach Karen about that the other day.
3: Yeah, no, but me? there was like so many whack things. Like, yes. Like cottagecore. What the like heck the mo- is
1: that? I can't believe you don't know about it. That's like the most popular one. But um, I showed Camelist the other day with like a, bunch of stuff on it and I haven't heard of most of them but was, cottagecore was, was pretty one.
3: ridiculous honestly yeah. thank you there was another one it was like dark academia and like oh my every God. time I looked love that at
1: one. it I'm so you don't know what that is I literally have a playlist for that aesthetic
3: do not it talk. literally reminds me of like the harry potter movie series it, do, really you wanna,
1: do you
0: want to explain <laughs> what that, that, that entails
1: it literally just think about harry potter think about the whole harry potter vibe and that's literally dark academia okay yeah. then hmm there's like light academia there's kid core which is like going back to all the cool things that you did as a kid um, I mean I
0: still do all that stuff so
1: I I don't think you fit into that category camp I think it's
0: oh well when I think about that I think about just like watching the same like tv shows
1: yeah I think that's part of it I think it's like um oh god I don't know I'm thinking of those like flip phones and those um little oh so like recorders. a little bit
0: old, a bit a bit older
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Wait. Okay. So, Hamin, I mean, you said you didn't really notice it, right? Like, exactly. Did like in elementary school and stuff? Did you never like hear or like did the people in your classes and stuff they would never go on like these super long rants about like like because obviously like everybody obsesses over like who likes who and everything, you know? But like people would always be like, "Oh my God, do you like this person? Like, let's go run you through a compatibility test through like the astrology signs. Like, did oh my you God. never? Did you I- never? Notice- think that
3: astrology is the fattest load of bs <laughs> No, i'm with I here <laughs> do not agree with oh, that God. stuff i apologize to anyone that may that i may have offended but the idea of like basing major life decisions based on the day you were born and like mm. the orientation of the stars and other stuff is yeah. just seems completely pointless to me
1: i agree no, okay,
0: but that my yeah, like, I, I think we all agree on that, but, like, did, like, as a kid, like, you didn't have all your friends who would always be, like, oh, my God, I'm, a like, Leo, I'm a whatever, you know, and, like, no?
1: Yeah, I, I can't believe you didn't, are you sure? Maybe you just didn't pay attention, but I definitely remember that, and I don't, I don't base any decisions off of my zodiac sign, but, like, sometimes I'll see posts, and I'll be, like, oh, my God, that's so true, because I'm an Aquarius, <laughs> let's go i gotta
2: say i've seen it like i've seen people oh i'm this zodiac sign um i'm this personality in this it's so true like they get like a couple ideas that you know it kind of works mm-hmm. and then they kind of base like a lot of things in their life around that mm-hmm. i don't know to me i feel like i'm a lot of things so i feel like you can literally say like almost anything and it'll work so i just yeah, I find I it kind of pointless yeah it's like a
0: fortune cookie so you know how like the fortune cookies are just like the most random thing that you normally Mm -hmm. like oh my god this totally applies to my life yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's the same thing for the zodiac they just pick overwhelmingly general statements
1: yeah but then once you if you only look at your own then you'll be like that is so true and then you'll just start believing it
0: i know But
1: then if you read like all the other i don't know horoscopes i don't really know what they are but then you'll be like hmm i guess that also applies
0: yeah, like, the common traits of whatever, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uday, did you have, a, like, all your friends as a kid who, would, like, like they would all worry about the... Or not worry about, but they would um, obsess over the zodiac signs? Or just anything similar to that?
2: I wouldn't say it was everyone. I'd just say, like, there were, like, a few people that I knew of that did that. I mean, sure, like, at some point, I remember, like, as a kid, there was, like, this phase where everyone would be like, well, I'm this. Uh, I'm this zodiac sign you're this and then i remember one day one class i don't remember what year but it was like everyone was trying to mix in much depending on <laughs> your zodiac sign that's like Uh-oh. the most mm-hmm. prominent memory i'd say of that oh, wow
1: speaking of what are your zodiac signs
3: um i'm a libra i think
1: mm.
0: i think i'm aries i don't know
3: i am gemini i think
1: ew gemini
3: See, is, that, is there something wrong with is there <laughs> no. something wrong with Gemini?
1: I don't I don't know. I don't like really follow these things, but I know there's a very negative stereotype against Gemini and I think Scorpio, I want to say. I don't know. Anyways.
2: All right, so I'm good. So it must be true.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: must be so, true. So so the uh the the biggest like thing that just struck me was like oh forever ago, I just remember like I had a pretty confident idea that I was in an Aries, and then like, uh, what was it? Like I had looked at several things that all confirmed, like, like I mean, within the dates, like of like my birthday, and then like I forget, it was like a year, two, three years ago or something. But I basically I looked at it again, and the dates had changed. No, and like I looked at several websites, and they all did not align. Yeah
1: hold on
0: i i always
3: thought the one
0: common thing
3: between different horoscopes was like the dates like the ranges of date
1: yeah yeah I, that's how you figure out your zodiac sign no
0: seriously but like i it used to be like that I, I remember checking it out and like i had like three websites that would all say the exact same thing but then i found like two or three others that had a different calendar
2: that's weird
0: for the you same like- astrological signs or whatever
2: did you, like, go down to, like, like after, like, 50 pages? I went
0: results to the end? second page of <laughs> <No>. Google.
3: <laughs> okay, wait, wait, like, the second link or, like, the second Google page?
0: Because yeah, anything like past the, the first the is
1: page. not trustworthy. Exactly.
0: <laughs> second page.
1: I feel like that's, that's reaching a little. I By the know. second page, you get into all the sketchy, sketchy stuff. Okay,
0: well, please tell me horoscopes aren't sketchy already.
1: Okay. (laughs) Good point, good point.
0: Um, I had an interesting observation. At least from my experience, girls have been way more obsessive over it than guys.
1: I I agree with that from what I've seen.
0: What do you guys think?
2: Uh, Yeah, I've seen similar trends.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: What do you guys think that is?
0: That's just what I was going to say. Like, I have no... I have
1: no idea. No idea.
2: Uh, I don't... I'm not really sure. Like, I got to tell you, like, I... Like why i am not really interested. I've I guess I've already kind of said that, but like I can't so I can't really see why there is interest.
0: We gotta find someone who's actually invested in it and have them tell us like why well,
1: Yeah, that would have been a good idea.
0: Yeah, whatever. It's just one. We probably scared
2: there. them away with this conversation anyway.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um the next thing was gonna be like since we all like to, in theory, like to label ourselves a ton, do you like associate yourself with anything really heavily? So do you ever, um, I mean, ethnicity is kind of, a, it's a label, but it's also something that obviously you're born with, but like anything like LGBTQ or like, I don't know, it can be anything from age, politics, jobs, hobbies, even like the, your taste in music. Like a lot of people who like heavy metal whatever like they're like they're called metalheads, you know what I mean and that's kind of like a lifestyle right so like is there anything that you guys like really identify with
3: yes I definitely 100% identify with the cottagecore aesthetic 100% can you please elaborate
1: Mm.
3: um okay so I looked it up and it's something about like an idealized rural lifestyle and I think that basically sums up my life
0: Yeah, Yeah. like always wearing like the overalls, exactly ribbed overalls, Mm. and like the straw hat. I
1: I feel like they're more like sundresses. I feel like that's the only acceptable piece of clothing. You have to be barefoot, running through a field with your like little goat as a pet or whatever. Little goat. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like a goat is a very appropriate pet choice.
0: Why not Um, a sheep? I was gonna say like a deer. Where do you get deer?
1: Because <laughs> like
0: cottage, like cottage country. Mm. I was literally at my cottage. Like like, like when you're in your cottage, you're like in the country. You're in the uh like there's a lot more forest and whatever. And like there's more deer. And I mean, if you go certain places, moose. You know.
1: Could you have like yes. domesticated deer?
0: No, I don't think so. That's just what I was thinking of. when I think co- If it's if you're part of the cottage core, it's got you gotta have like a pet moose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, for me, I'm not really sure. There's definitely not an aesthetic that I mm, identify with. And not music either. I feel like my music taste is very broad. And I have, I don't know, different music tastes, but maybe politics. Yeah, Um. for politics, I would say I'm pretty left winged. But I also think that a lot of people in our age group like Gen Z are, I don't know.
0: That's like, I don't know. Is is such thing as like exposure bias? I just think I Mm. I like I would agree based on like everyone I know.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: But it like there's gonna be tons of people who.
1: Yeah, definitely. And also like social media is very left wing. So and if that's where you consume a lot of your information, then you probably think that a lot of people are left wing. I don't know. I don't know.
2: (laughs) I'd say that I can't really think of that many things I identify with, but. If you listen to country music, I'm gonna make fun of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're part of the anti-country gang. That's the thing, I guess. <laughs> Are you anti cottagecore core? I don't really know what like
2: cottage core is, to be honest.
1: Please, Uday. We just gave you such a vivid description of it.
2: I, okay, well, like in terms of aesthetic, I would yes, okay, but in Google, terms of music,
1: no. Google cottage core and just look through Google images. You'll you'll understand.
0: It's a way of life yeah see but do people actually dedicate their lives to like these things or is it just like something you identify with based on how you already live your life mm-hmm. like if i'm a, a good cottage- question if i'm part of Core mm-hmm. and i like i reform or whatever the word is i like transfer my faith to dark academia
1: mm-hmm.
0: then like do i just entirely change my lifestyle
1: i feel like these aesthetics they're not they aren't Black and white, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know anyone who actually lives in a cottage with their pet of choice and just, I don't know, <laughs> wears these <laughs> cute dresses go? and runs through fields. But I feel like it's, I don't know. I Maybe it's more of like the clothing that they wear, especially. Um,
0: I would assume it's more like, it's something that you already have interest in or you're already living your life in that way. And it's just, you're hmm. putting a name on it.
1: I feel like different aesthetics, especially like, I know a lot of people go on Pinterest a lot. I personally do not. But if you go on Pinterest a lot, then you'll see all of these super aesthetic um, pictures. And then if you see like an aesthetic that you really like, then you can try to start mimicking that and try to start, quote unquote, living your life like that. You're gonna so I, feel like it stems, yeah, I feel like it stems from seeing it online.
0: Hmm, interesting.
3: But like aesthetics... Oh, sorry. It's fine. Uh, Well, I was just going to say,
2: after thinking about it, I'd say that my aesthetic, I would kind of like... I like the business aesthetic. I got to say, I like that. But of course, I don't go around wearing a suit and tie. Mm. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely like that. Like when I went for DECA, I would always look forward to the day of regionals because I was like, I'm so looking forward to wear that. I don't care if the tie is strangling me. Feel like it looks nice
1: that's so funny because i i really do like that aesthetic like kind of a city um that's exactly uh, I
2: what i was thinking i was thinking yes. city
1: like someone who worked in finance no i would not work in finance but oh yeah me neither just kidding i might did i would just make pretend like i'm
0: Deca in internationals and like
1: yes but Wait, that's what I was.
0: what did you Did you guys win or something or
1: um we placed 10th and look in... i just got my medals want to see?
0: in the world
1: Technically, but also like internationals, it's really just North America, so it's not that prestigious. Do I see my medals? I just got them in the medals.
0: 10th in North America that's nothing, still amazing. That's nothing to like oh, no <laughs> big brushing deal. it aside. That's amazing. Why did you get three?
1: Um one of them was like qualifying for internationals, one of them oh, was for okay. placing, and then one of them is just like a random pin. I don't know. Cute merch box.
2: Dang. <laughs> Um, Why do you seem more excited about the box and the medals?
1: (laughs) I don't. This is such a cute box. Anyways, I did not like dressing up for DECA. I don't know why. When we were doing like our virtual thing, I literally just wore a blazer over top and I was wearing sweatpants. Like I did not want to dress up. And I I don't know because I love the aesthetic. I just, it's not as comfy.
0: Uday, do you look forward to just being able to carry a briefcase? Like if you just, if If it was was a briefcase,
2: uh... Briefcase is like a maybe because like at the same time it's like throws it off your center of balance. I gotta have two briefcases, you know? <laughs> oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> the backpack or the fanny pack. Mm. Something like that.
3: I think a suit and a fanny pack would be a <laughs> amazing aesthetic. I think mm. like that should be in a category of its own.
1: Okay, wait, I have an important question. You know the strap that like goes around you where you when you wear a fanny pack? Does that go over the blazer or under the blazer? But Probably over the shirt? Obviously.
0: Under. I think.
1: I don't know. I feel like if you put it over the blazer, that'll create, like, curves and, and like, it'll really accentuate. Your... I, don't,
0: I don't know about that one. It's like a belt. Like, if you have a belt, you don't wear the belt over your blazer.
1: Maybe we should. You go
0: for it, and yeah. I will.
1: Oh, my God. I have a question. I don't know. I know you guys are not on social media a lot, but near the beginning of quarantine, have you guys seen that trend where, like, girls, specifically, like, women, have... They don't wear them, obviously, but they put, like, pillows in front of themselves, and then they tie a belt around it, and it's, like, like a dress. What? No, They don't wear it. It's just for taking pictures in the mirror or something like that. I don't no? know
2: what you're talking about. Um, can't say I've seen that. I can't picture it either, to be honest. Okay,
1: I'm going to show you a picture. That was the <laughs> crazy. Oh, my God. Let me, let me find a picture.
2: On a separate is- note also, but, like, I couldn't find any pictures of a fanny pack and business suit. I tried, but... <laughs> I guess we're just you know next level of creativity, you know?
0: This is only reaffirming my belief that social media is rotting the brains of our our society. <laughs> Wait, okay. so Uday, you were saying that you you like the, uh, the finance aesthetic,
1: yeah,
2: something like that. I, yeah, I like that aesthetic.
1: like businessy city,
2: yeah, city aesthetic is what I'd say.
1: Wall Street, yeah,
2: I'd say if I had to pick two because, one is super hard i'm not like mm-hmm. i wouldn't say i identify with one so i'd say business and beach like wearing like mm-hmm. a nice like shirt like tropical shirt i mean yes. whats what, what you're wearing right? let me
1: see what you're wearing right now
2: i'm just wearing shorts and a tropical shirt
1: <laughs> like, like Good black
2: enough. shorts it's
0: close like, enough yeah yeah damn
1: <laughs> i think the aesthetic i want to achieve is uh, i don't know maybe like maybe like you live in a city you work for very good company and kind of like going along with what Udo was saying that whole not corporate job but like very businessy and then to be like that girl who wakes up super early goes on runs does this and that and is super productive I'm trying so hard to be that girl I don't know if I am anyways that's the aesthetic that I would go for if I had to pick one
2: I like that too like see the thing is like every movie I see like uh it's like the person sucks being like sucks and um or no hates having their job like nice job they hate their desk job so Mm -hmm. I guess I don't want that vibe like overworking but I want productive and I want kind of just successful I'd say like I I want to do like the aesthetic like once like you know go for the job nail the interview and say you keep your money and then walk out and talk (laughs) about That's like a, I think them? that's a movie
0: thing <laughs> oh that's God. a movie thing definitely <laughs> okay no that's like you're applying to McDonald's and on your resume it's just like I'm a theoretical astrophysicist with a degree <laughs> in nuclear <laughs> reaction and like all this stuff and then and then then you're like okay of course you'll get a job at McDonald's yeah no I don't think so
1: <laughs> so do you guys do I, I don't I can't even read right now okay so can you guys think of any other labels or classifications that we might have missed?
0: I was thinking about ethnicity, like originally, um, or like kind of like anything like heritage or kind of like, obviously culture, but like, that's like such a huge part of everything. That's like, obviously, it's a label, but more so like what we have been talking about is things that you can like choose to identify with, you know, it's like you can choose to be, um, uh, I don't know, a metalhead or a cottagecore person or whatever it is you know? Um, But like, I was thinking like ethnicity and heritage and culture is kind of, it's a little bit different, you know?
1: Yeah. I think one more thing that we touched on, but we didn't really talk about was um, those personality tests. And that was kind of eye opening for me because I took the personality test like a few months ago. I am ENTJ, I think, for anyone who's curious. And Celine was talking about this in our previous episode or no episode 6
3: I think it was 7
1: 7 okay episode 7 so we're both ENTJs and the other day I noticed that I was very much biased towards other people who said that they were ENTJ and I'm like ew other personalities no thanks and then I'm like <laughs> there's a very strong bias with like whatever we label ourselves as
2: yeah definitely a preference for like the the in group and you know mm. sort of a not so great I guess, perception of the outgroups <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'd say like other, um, maybe labels. I was also thinking of like, uh, like we talked about like aesthetic music genres and ethnicity, but I'd say that also like, even just like the country you're in like that, sometimes right. you adopt like labels and like maybe, um, and like a certain pride for that too. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, no. Cam and I were talking about that the other day, and I think I've noticed this a lot in Americans. But there's like a lot of maybe too much like patriotism. Is that the right word? I was maybe thinking like,
2: of that word too. Um, I was actually not sure either.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they're just very, very, very heavily biased towards their own country, and sometimes it makes them kind of I don't know. Is insular the right word?
2: Sorry, what's I think that? patriotism is the right word. I think it works. Insular. I don't know what that means.
1: I know the exact definition. Isolated from... Oh my god, wait. Isolated from experience... No, isolated... Oh my god. Isolated from cultural or intellectual influences outside one's own experience. I think that's it. I don't know. I was studying that word for my SATs, so...
0: Lacking a breadth of knowledge. A large scope of knowledge.
1: Mm. Anyways... Yeah, I feel like a lot of...
3: Is that just like being closed-minded or is that different?
0: Well, closed-minded is not willing to change. Like not having experienced other things doesn't necessarily... It can
1: mean you're Mm -hmm. closed-minded,
0: but it might just mean that you haven't had the opportunity to experience other things.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe because I know a lot of... And this is very generalized, but I have heard many Americans say America is the greatest country in the world and stuff like that. And I feel like maybe that's because... Well, obviously they identify with their fellow Americans, but um, that level of nationalism or whatever, and their very strong bias towards people that are like them, make them very ignorant. I don't know.
0: I was gonna say, like, okay, in our, in grade nine or grade ten, I don't remember, but we did uh, in I, I was probably grade nine for geo, but it um it's just like the best place to live, right? right and that was just for canada only but we looked at the overall trends in the world and like there are several websites who all like rank the best places to live in the world right Mm -hmm. and obviously there's no like one like right answer and it um but overwhelmingly the top three are always like switzerland Switzerland. canada and something else you know
1: yeah was it uh, sweden I Mm -hmm. i don't know but like, like
3: Scandinavian countries, don't they have like really good qualities of life like Norway, Finland, Denmark, and like Sweden?
1: Mm, yeah.
0: A lot of European countries are really well off. Yeah. But like anyways, that's just that's just kind of taking on to Maggie's point that like, uh, even though they, uh, so many Americans will say that it's the best place to live. And it, there's definitely a lot of good things and sometimes it might just be like, it might be good for you, you know, maybe not for someone True. else, but for you. True. But like, um like in general for the world, it seems like the, I mean, also there's not very commonly a bunch of Asian countries involved in that. And I don't know if that's just because the people who write those articles are white, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like typically African countries, Asian countries are not involved. And that just, I mean, I don't know how objective it is, but mm-hmm. either way, America is not in the top very frequently
1: okay this is kind of a little tangent but i'm curious what did you guys end up picking for your best place to live in canada for that geo project
3: i chose a suburb of montreal it was like saint bruno what? de montarville or something
1: yeah isn't montreal like super racist yeah no, it's, no that's but...
3: quebec well i mean yes montreal too though
2: i don't remember what i picked i picked somewhere in ontario i think it was either guelph or like windsor yeah, it was Windsor, I think.
1: Oh wow, I picked Ottawa, even though that's like super boring. But
0: really, you <laughs> say Ottawa's boring?
1: Ottawa is such a boring place for a capital city. Like, you're the capital of a country. Do better.
0: Well, I mean, they made the capital to sati- like to satisfy Toronto and Quebec. Like, it's right in the middle, you know. Oh, right, because like Ontario, Upper Canada was English. Quebec was Lower yeah. Canada. It was French to make a
1: oh geez
0: and they just remember learning about work.
1: confederation in grades seven and eight yeah it was like 1876 or 1867 67 i know that's the thing i thought it was 67 and then like a few months ago i was talking to selena i think and then she told me that i got the date switched up like 67 76 so now i'm doubting myself
0: no it's 67
1: 67 anyways that's like the only date in history that i know
0: do you know when 9/11 was?
1: <laughs> mm, I'm not really sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't help you with that one.
1: That was I was obviously joking. are
0: you though? Know?
2: I didn't 2001? know about 2001? 2001? I, I didn't even know about 9/11 till
0: I came On, to Canada. Okay, so like which two day, years ago? 2001. Yeah, 2001's right, but which which day?
1: Um November 9th, right?
0: No, it's September Wait. eleven. I
1: know, I was joking. <laughs>
0: anyways, um, anyways, um,
1: I can't even remember what this entire like podcast episode is supposed to be about.
0: <laughs> Labels,
1: right? We were not talking about that.
0: Wait, Maggie, what was your question? You said, um, Any... oh, best place to live? Yeah, yeah I. Oh, think
1: what? I did... That was. Oh my God. Okay, I think sorry. I did Toronto. Seriously, Toronto. I really,
0: I don't. I don't remember. I think I did Toronto.
1: In my opinion, Toronto is like questions. one of the worst places to live.
2: I'm actually with Maggie on this one. I, I'd, yeah, yeah I
3: agree.
1: Rent is super high. Too many people.
3: I would love to live in Toronto. No, okay. If I had yeah. the money to afford the housing, yeah. Then <laughs> I would definitely live in Toronto. But
1: when you say yeah. Toronto, it makes you sound like an outsider. Toronto. Okay. Oh, do you say Toronto? But Toronto. also, like, if I moved to Toronto, like, I would not be able to understand the people there. What do you mean? They have They're... their own little language going on. And, oh, my God, you know the people who live in Guelph that try to mimic, like, Toronto speaking language, lingo, slang, whatever? No. You don't?
0: English is English, dude. Literally
3: not. Like,
0: <laughs> there are so many
3: different versions of <laughs> no, English. I know, no, 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 no. I know, I know, I know,
1: I know,
0: I know that. I'm no, I didn't know that like it was that regional. I like, I figured Southern Ontario is pretty similar overall.
1: Like, I know there's, yeah, no, I I think Southern Ontario is, but Toronto is like an exception. Like, there's an entire language there. I can't understand it.
0: Well, like, people here try to speak
1: like that. Oh, it's
0: over. The thing is, like, I know that like in like London, like London, Ontario, they like obviously they have their own, like, instead of saying like what's up or like yo, like they say, it um it used to They used to say What's Sayin But now it's shortened And then like Basically instead of saying Hello They just say Sayin
2: Really? That's yeah awful.
0: Wow Well like that's So it's like similar to that wow. I guess for yeah. Toronto
1: This isn't really the same thing But like Don't people from Alora Call it Allura?
0: No it's Aaron or Erin
1: Oh <laughs> Never mind Yeah Kind of <laughs> Not that Not that similar But yeah Um.
0: Yeah that's how they tell If you're from there or not <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> no, then I guess it's the same with Toronto and Toronto. So, I don't know. But it also
3: depends on your Jemaine accent. On Wait, so I am i don't pronounce the second T.
1: No, that's for randos. Really? If you no, live but, anywhere, like, if like near.
0: If you, no, but, like, in French, you would say, like, you would pronounce the full, like, you would emphasize the end as well. So, like, if you're, like, like uh, true, Franco-Ontarian true, true. or whatever, you know.
1: Ontarian is not a language so can you even
0: no franco ontarian is just like someone uh, ontarian who speaks french I hold
1: think. on i didn't know that
0: okay anyway i think we've deviated quite a bit
1: i wonder if you have to cut all this out no
0: so this is actually kind of interesting some of it the... is interesting anyways wait I, but uh, the, like the
3: toronto slang that was like popularized by like didn't Drake make like heavy contributions mm-hmm. to that? Like language, <laughs> dialect, whatever you want to call it? I feel like it. I have no clue. I'm
2: I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> okay, anyways, May, you want us on the next question?
1: Okay. Um, next question. Okay, so why do you guys think that our generation in particular has such a strong affinity for distinguishing ourselves in this way? Because we're better. Okay. Next question.
0: I was actually gonna. I was gonna say the opposite. I feel like everyone these days. I don't. Okay. Well, I don't know about babied, but like every generation that comes along has it easier than the previous one. And overall, I mean, obviously there's like, individual is different, but overall, like life gets easier as time goes on, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and I feel like life is getting so easy at this point. And, like, I don't know if you guys would agree, um, but, like, every, like, there's so many people who, like, like even, like, social media is a major contributor of depression, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, all this stuff. Um, but, like, there's way more people who are depressed now. There's way more people who are just, like, sad, anxiety, stress, like, all this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that the labels and stuff is just wanting a sense of belonging to not feel those bad emotions.
1: Mm interesting
0: i like normally when i think of a so like obviously you can associate yourself and be proud about it but sometimes not all the time sometimes though it's just like i find that people associate themselves with something just to belong to something bigger just to like feel better about themselves sometimes i mean i don't know what do you guys think
1: that makes sense actually Um, something that I read was that labels help Gen Z to feel more connected with each other and finding like-minded people who share the same interests and personality traits or like humor types helps Gen Z become an open-minded world-focused generation compared to the previous generation of millennials who seem to be invested in themselves. I don't know. I found that pretty interesting.
0: You know what I find interesting? You know what I'm realizing? We're labeling the generations and stereotyping
1: yes we are actually wow that was kind of okay i think the word is meta i've had this discussion with people i've i don't know how to properly use the word meta but i think that was meta
0: no i don't think that's quite right
1: dang it oh god okay that was embarrassing then
0: meta is just like the best thing right now
1: no it's not
0: meta is the most effective tactics available
1: no it is not
0: yes it is that's what it stands for m-e-t-a most effective tactics available no that's why it's like the best thing right now the meta in (laughs) the game is like the best strategy to win and like no
1: no 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 meta isn't meta is an adjective i swear oh my god no but like even if it's an
0: adjective it
3: would be describing the best thing at this moment yeah
1: exactly yeah
3: i think so like what's the most like successful in terms of like achieving results
1: are you kidding me? I thought meta was just like like one thing talking about like itself in a way that's like through a third. Oh my God, I need an urban dictionary this. Give me one second.
0: Oh man. <laughs> Meta is the best thing right now. Most effective tactics available. Okay, anyways, anyways. No, no,
1: no, no, you're wrong. This isn't even Urban Dictionary. This (sighs) is adjective of a creative work referring to itself or to the conventions of its genre, self-referential. So when we're talking about like these labels with Gen Z, we're actually labeling Gen Z versus like other generations. Moving on, I was right, you're wrong.
0: Of course, indeed.
1: As usual.
0: Like the three of us all agreed before we looked it up, and and you got one definition,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're telling us we're wrong.
1: Well, it's it's not even from Urban Dictionary. It's from Oxford. Why,
0: but so. why is okay? I don't know if you read some of the stuff on Urban Dictionary, but it's not exactly the most like <laughs> incredible source to get definitions
3: yeah but sometimes oxford? urban dictionary is the only credible source to get hold
1: on hold on i said it's not from urban dictionary it's from oxford
0: no but that's what i mean like so meta is more of a slang in this sense uh, okay.
1: Because, well,
0: like, it, like, oh, like, so- like because like you're like you have like your um mental health your like spiritual health your Mm -hmm. metaphysical health, you know, like whatever. I don't know.
1: Literally, go on Urban Dictionary then if you think that's such a credible site.
0: No, I just said some- it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a legit word, then go to Oxford or Merriam-Webster.
1: Okay, well both- both Oxford, no, all three, Oxford, Merriam-Webster, and Urban Dictionary all say that I'm right, so you can suck it.
0: You know words can have multiple meanings.
1: Yeah. But I was right, right. because that's that's the top definition. definition. That's the top definition. If I say that's a meta, then you shouldn't assume that it's the most effective whatever, whatever. I
0: don't know. The only time I've ever heard that used is in terms of...
1: Because you live under a rock. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) See, okay, your abbreviation of most effective tactic available is only the third top result in Urban Dictionary.
0: So what's the second?
1: Same as mine. Describes a reference made in fiction where the work reaches outside the narrative and addresses the audience directly, blah, blah, blah. What's the first? itself.
0: You said that was
3: the first. Wait a second. The first oh. one on Urban Dictionary has two different definitions. The first one oh. is what you said. <laughs> the second one is, I am quoting Urban Dictionary. Oh, no. A term used in MMO, meaning the most effective tactic available. Whoa.
2: Both ways.
1: Both ways, my definition came out on top. Tied with ours. <laughs> no, yours is still second. No. Ooh. Tied. First. Oh. No 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 it's the it's the first definition but under the first definition there's one and two mine was one yours was two we all yeah, know was that a
2: rank was that a ranking or simply just for it's just a list, it's a list at list. this point listen
1: <laughs> listen if it was just a list it would be bullet points but this is a ranking that's why there's numbers one and two
2: but bullet points look ugly in a definition
0: exactly I, can, I absolutely concur
1: <laughs> I'm sorry oh. You guys are such sore losers.
0: <laughs> we're not saying I'm we lost. I are not say that. We're just saying we, mm. didn't, we, we didn't lose.
1: Okay, well, both ways, when I said that's so meta, you should have been able to understand that that was an adjective. I
0: apologize. Like I've not understood the definition of the word in that sense before, and I apologize for my lack of knowledge.
1: Mm. Okay, moving on. <laughs> well, what were we talking about again? <laughs>
2: the Why last we thing we talked ourselves. about was
1: patriotism. No, no, that, no, was, like, no that was like ages
0: ago. There, that was, yeah. Why do you think our generation like distinguishes ourselves in this way? And I basically said because people need to feel like they belong to
1: something. Yes.
0: And then Maggie was going on something about meta. That,
1: that was, <laughs> no, you brought that up. I brought up the term meta, but you brought up.
0: No, but you were using it to describe something. I don't know what you're saying.
1: No, but you. No, no, no. Don't put this on me, Cam. You were the <laughs> one who said, "Oh, isn't it weird that like we're talking about labels but we're labeling the generations that we're talking about?"
0: Yeah, and then you you brought up the word meta. That's what like, I just that, said.
1: No, that is what I just said.
0: Yeah, and I'm saying continue your explanation.
1: Okay that was that was my entire explanation
0: it's just like we're it's just self-referring
1: yeah okay wait this is something else that i read gen z has grown up in an environment where climate change political hostility and social justice movements are common and often forefront and priorities with the overwhelming weight of the future of the earth on our shoulders having labels to lean back on offers them a chance to connect with others and the rise of individual expression and the desire to be different than others has led to a rise in the need to identify their interests belief style etc i think that's i think that last point was pretty good like so many people people now are trying to be like super different and super quirky and like i don't know you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure. everyone is a special yeah. smell. the pick Me girls are always like i'm not like other girls yeah and since you need to be different then you need to kind of um express the ways think, in which you are different
0: wait did the definition say it or we just saying like the reason that everybody feels like they have to be different is because of all of these social things that are coming out like that is like be different or like it's okay to be different or it's it's okay to be whoever you want to be and because of that people are like oh i want to be somebody Mm -hmm. so then they pick something
1: yeah i also think one of the most distinguishing um features traits of our generation is like that is different from previous generations is all this social media stuff but yeah, I think that's kind of the largest catalyst for reasons why we're different than previous generations.
0: Technology.
1: Yeah. Te- okay, that was a good word. But also, it's not... Technologies? None. I take technology that back. That was not a good word. It
0: encompasses everything, though.
1: I know. So, like, the difference... Oh, my God, I'm not talking about this. This is too much of a tangent. Why? This is
0: oh, what the I was gonna.
1: Is. I was going to talk about, like, technology back in the olden days could have been, like...
0: Okay, a, what is the olden like car. Days for you? When I hear olden I don't
1: days, know I think
0: Little House on the prairie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, it could have been like it could have been like those water wheely things. Like that's technology.
0: Yeah, the wheel is technology.
1: Yeah. Cars are technology, hammers are technology, right?
0: So what what olden days are you talking about? Is what
1: any olden days that's not
0: any previous generation.
1: Basically, I think though, but when you were referring to technology, I thought, I think you meant more like, like electronics and like what we currently think of technology.
0: Yeah. So that's what I'm, so you were saying like the, all the social media and everything.
1: Yeah. Like, I was talking about more about the. Yeah. I was talking more about like the media and how mm-hmm. um, it's super easy to share stuff and connect with others online.
0: So yeah. yeah. I think that's one aspect of the electronic age. Or mm. or the information era or whatever. Y- nice, nice, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. yeah. That's what Anyways, we're right now, right? Something. I don't
1: know. I just know it's not the Industrial Revolution.
0: <laughs> that
3: was a wild <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> I know. Really, I
3: had no idea.
1: <laughs> was that wait? Was that 1980s? Is that another historical? No, date that, that
0: was late 1800s.
1: <laughs> okay. That I'm was before very the World wars. I'm sorry. Oh wait! Now they say that that makes sense. Okay, 1920s roaring twenties, obviously. Uh, 1930s prohibition. No, no, no. 19 oh my god. 1940s Great Depression.
3: What is happening right now? Holy <laughs>
2: shoot!
3: <laughs> 1960s World War II. 2010 the Korean War. 1990 the Vietnam War. 1860 um World War II. <laughs> The Russian Revolution. Like, Are those
1: all actual dates? Because I, yes, I can't even <laughs> tell. I can't even tell. Unbelievable.
3: is so bad. 2008,
1: Obama came into office. 2016. No, he came in in 2009. No, he did not. No, he did not. Oh my God. Whoa. You actually did. Because it's in January. No. <laughs> okay let me let me tell you why though it's because i took history in the summer i never took i never took history in school so i didn't learn anything obviously
0: of course
1: (laughs) oh my god oh okay obama was elected in 2008
0: and eight yes (gasps) okay good job 1940s great depression
1: Am I wrong? Was it 1930s?
0: Yeah, early 30s. World War II started in 1939.
1: 1940s? Why did I think it was 1940s? I literally knew that it was right after the Roaring Twenties.
0: It's okay. It's okay.
1: I don't know when the Korean War was. I don't know when.
0: Okay, so back to the tech information. Okay. <laughs> back to the president.
1: Hmm...
0: Yeah. So do we all agree the information age uh, brings about wanting to identify and connect? Yeah,
2: I'd say that also, like, um, yeah, like maybe attacking like groups that maybe you don't identify with is it's definitely not good. But like, I'd say the support and like, you know, the elevation of the group that you're in the in group like let's say like that's definitely needed for things like for movements and and for things like that i think it's definitely a good thing and like that also helps like bring other people in
0: but so i mean moving into like the social media and stuff i don't know a single person who doesn't say that they've like not hated social media at one point or another. they're always like man i hate snap it's so stupid like whatever you know like all that type of stuff like at some point or another everyone I feel like inadvertently it's always made or it, it makes everyone at some point or another either feel bad or frustrated or anything like that. I don't know. I gotta be
2: honest. I haven't felt that. Like I've mostly felt indifferent. Like I don't use Snap that much. Instagram still once in a while. Like it's now I've started using it a bit more, but I'd say that well, for sure. I've definitely heard like a lot of people saying that I'd say for me personally, though, I'm pretty indifferent. I haven't had any like major, like, I haven't any had any experiences or like major feelings related to these to the social media. I guess.
0: Okay, so then more so. Okay, not not everybody, but a, a overwhelmingly large a number of people who for sure have negative experience with social media. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, any thoughts?
3: Um. Yeah, I think social media is like it can go one of two ways. It's either like a curse or a blessing, because like it gives you access to like learn and like see so many new things, but then it's also not a good thing because like um, like addiction to social media can be like a big problem or like over-dependence on like, what's the word?
1: Validation.
3: Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Validation from other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it can go one of two ways. But yeah, I've it's also i also heard a lot about people who like hate social media at one point in their lives.
1: Mm-hmm. Adding to what Humane said, going kind of further than just the individual person, I think social media is such a great, like catalyst for social change but it's also like a platform where people can really really easily spread false information and propaganda um i don't really know how that pertains to our labels discussion though (laughs) <laughs> that was just an interesting thought that i had which might not even be that interesting
2: i'd say that i just thought about something like the social media thing i'm in quite a few anime communities in instagram i've heard that twitter is worse but like there's so much like attacking like your opinion is wrong like what is wrong with you? are you stupid and like all of that <laughs> on these communities in the comments i can't say that it's not toxic it's super toxic
0: yeah but that's everywhere that's just that's everywhere. yeah I would say it's kinda of like hard or actually I don't know if any platforms exist where there's no negativity. For
2: sure. And it's also like the aspect like of like being anonymous. Like, you know, people feel definitely more comfortable doing and attacking others and like, you know, opinions, I guess.
0: Okay, anyways, this is all stuff we already know. Yeah. Um, moving on, I guess. Onward and forward. Uh we were just the last thing we wanted to talk about was um how the labels, how the classifications, how the like social media, and just like kind of everything, how how mostly the labels affect us, and like the biases we might have because of it, and any issues or good things that it might cause, or you know what I mean. So the first thing that we had was Hamane told us about a painting example. Um, The uh, I don't know however long ago, but basically he can explain. Um yeah, so
3: it was like a site. Psych- we learned about this in like psychology and it was basically like an experiment where they separated two groups of boys, um, purely depending on which like artist, like which artists' paintings they preferred. And they were then given tasks to like allot resources between the two groups. And in the first condition, like in the first like run of the experiment, the people tended to reward their own groups a lot more. And not give anything really to the other group. And then in the second one, it was like if you give yourself rewards, then the other team also gets rewards. And there were other options um, where the other with like the other group didn't receive any resources. And the people were more likely to not give the other team resources, but that negatively affect their group than to like positively affect both groups
0: summarize
3: um people favor their in groups and detest their out groups detest is a strong word they do not favor their out groups so i don't know i guess that's applicable with this whole label situation because like they create labels to try and sort of belong to a group and then they end up like favoring that group and then kind of forming biases primarily negative against
0: other groups that they don't belong to Mm -hmm. i think that um politic, especially American politics, is a really good example of that, right? Um, I don't know, I was listening to radio forever ago. Um, and I just remember, like, there was some expert dude on and he was talking about how in America, like, um, everybody surrounds themselves with people who echo their own beliefs, right? And I mean, kind of everybody does that. But since American politics has the two party system, the left gets more left, the right gets more right. And political extremism in America, especially is a overwhelming issue, you know?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And just I think the fact that America's um, political system is so bipartisan, it kind of lends itself to the fact that people will put themselves into echo chambers and like all the information that they consume will just be from the political group that they identify with and i don't know i feel like there's just not a lot of room for open-mindedness in that situation but also i feel like we're just straying very far away from labels right now
0: no but that's like, just our- that's just kind of a group like the label is just anything that you would associate like a label is that you are you believe in left-wing political ideals you know hmm. and like basically in this sense we're just saying like the labels that you have in this time, a political sense, or in Hamid's case, uh, what you like, what you guys like, you know, um, yeah. will lead you to be like mm-hmm. um, influence yourself, basically.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: I'd say my political awareness is really bad, but I can say I've seen, I've seen and like heard a lot about the political extremism, like in, in the U.S. for sure. Do you have any I think also like oh sorry Sorry, no no like, right, you go sorry um I think politics a lot of it just like it reaches to the point where like it's looking for mistakes that the outgroup i guess does and attacking them to elevate yourself that's something that's something common that I've definitely seen
0: mm-hmm. especially in the two party system right like, in the presidential yeah. elections, it's just them yelling at you. <laughs> Whereas, like, in a multi-party system, obviously, people will be more, like, agree with some people more than others. But it's not as confrontational. It's more of an actual debate. And in that, like, in multi-party systems, like, you don't find people, like, obviously, you will, there will be attacking and whatnot. But much more commonly, it's, like, boasting yourself as opposed to bringing the other guy down.
1: Yeah, especially Mm -hmm. if you watched that last um, Trump-Biden one, where Biden literally was like, shut up, man. That was very funny. And that was kind of, like, it made me realize how bad American politics really is. Like, if it's gotten to that point, that was really, I don't know. It was entertaining to watch. It was like reality TV. Honestly. I mean, one (laughs) of them is a reality TV star. So can't be surprised. Can't be surprised.
0: (laughs) Okay, so um, the one thing that I found upon research for, this is actually for TUK, but regardless <laughs> of that, is called the Pygmalion effect. And basically, right. it's um, it's a cycle. So I'm pretty sure it's psychology, but basically, it has to do with, um, it's basically confirmation bias, um, but in a loop. So if it's, ba- it's a four-part cycle. So you will act a certain way, and somebody else will um interpret your actions in some way right so let's say um Uday does something that's that's nice right and my perception of that is that Uday is a nice guy so then I will treat him like a nice guy which is the third part so like you act on your beliefs and then that will only reinforce Uday's own beliefs that he is a nice guy you know what I mean so four-part cycle like The way you act will affect how others act back to you, basically, based on your beliefs of each
1: other. Yes, I've had so many discussions about this. And I didn't realize that this was like an actual effect that people came up with. But this is definitely something that I see all the time. And I think confirmation bias plays such a large role in here. And I know that um, earlier in this episode, we talked a lot about labels as like groups. But also if you label... um, like a trait or something on a certain person, then whenever they do something to exhibit that trait again, then you'll be like, oh, see. And then that'll kind of reinforce your perception of them um, in your mind. And also like when you slap a label on, I don't know, whatever. Let me rephrase that sentence. I don't know how.
0: When you label somebody's characteristics.
1: Nice. When you label someone's characteristics and you make that like conscious thought, then your confirmi- yeah, your confirmation bias will just come into play. Ugh, that's like my new favorite phrase since the OK. Anyways, your confirmation bias will come to play. And then like Cam said, that loop will kind of just go on and on. That was like the worst sentence I've ever said.
2: I think that was a really good observation you made about like the labels and like labeling people's personality traits. I think, yeah, that's definitely a very prominent thing. And like, even just sometimes it's like, you create these expectations, you try to be a certain way. And sometimes it's that loop that makes you think that you're a certain way, but sometimes there's an expectation back. And I think that, I guess I'm just going off the topic. I just realized it's not related to do with labels. So I'm just going to be quiet now, actually. So never mind, guys. Come on. (laughs) Sorry. Speak.
3: I I think we've been on on the topic of labels for, like, a combined total of five minutes today. So, like,
1: (laughs) I guess that's true. Pretty good. Okay. Oh, right, right. Oh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just going to say, like, you know, that it's, like, kind of feel like... You see in, like, movies that, like, uh, even sometimes people who are, like, can be, like, super mean, they've got, like, a story behind them. So, it's, like, you be nice but sometimes it's like you know being nice so that they can be nice back and be nicer than you know and remove that meanness that was a terrible way of putting it but like
1: that was a terrible way of putting that it. that was
2: a terrible way of putting it yeah i was i was i thought of a better way of putting it but now it just slipped my mind now that i've said it i can't think of anything other
0: <laughs> so do you mean if you have like a negative bias towards somebody right like um right like if they if you have a negative bias like if you think that like let's say just like right-wing people are uh awful people they're horrible blah blah and of course that's not true but um like if you have that belief and then like you just see them doing that then you'll just believe your own like you'll just you'll 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 look at what they're doing and be more inclined to say that um what they're doing is bad yeah kinda
2: sure (laughs) (laughs) no yeah i think i think i think that's good yeah
0: okay so summarizing our label is good are they bad? harmful, helpful? What do you think? Mm.
2: I think it's been established that, you know, there's definitely um, positives and definitely negatives. But I'd say that from, I'd say that the negatives feel, you know, I
3: think they're more prominent in society. Mm-hmm. I also think there's like two sides to it. There's like the good and the bad. And in this situation, the ugly is astrology. Um.
1: <laughs>
3: so yeah because like it helps us like I don't know identify with like groups of people but it also kind of like subconsciously makes us more biased like have more prejudices one might say against other groups
1: yeah I definitely agree with that I think we started out talking about some of the really good things and how these labels, especially within Gen Z, they allow us to kind of connect with each other. And the sky is really pretty right now. And like, um, but then like near the end of this episode, we kind of discuss some of the biases that can come out with labeling people, which is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Put that part out, please. I think the pretty- sky does
0: look good. Sorry. I think it's pretty conclusive that obviously there's good things and there's bad things. It's pretty easy, right? Yeah. Um, I think I would say, obviously, there's some really great things. But when it's done right, you know, like if, uh, like, as of right now, everybody's take not everybody, very commonly stuff is taken too far. And the whole identifying with groups is done so much so that it's becoming an issue. In conclusion, labels are good. Labels are bad. They are very prominent right now. Um, Hopefully, this provides some insight into labels, even though, kind of straight a bit but anyways see you in the next episode guys bye 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 bye